Okay, now we're live. Hey, y'all. It's another episode. You have your you have your live voice on now. <laughs> yeah, before I was like, "Hi, Megan." Hey. <laughs> My voice is either like so monotone or like so high pitched. There's like no in between. Um, mine's always deep and annoying, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> um, hi, you guys. This listen back to this subject. I know, and I know I told you guys that I know, but I know. I know the audio, like, doesn't sync up sometimes. Like, I know. <laughs> and it really pissed me off that it didn't do it last episode, because I felt like last episode was so funny. I mean, people still listened, and, like, no one said anything to me, but, like... <sighs> I heard compliments from my sister. She called me the next day and was like, hey, Soul Sister is such a shitty song. <laughs> Oh my god, Katie was talking to me about Train Today. What? Katie was talking to me about Train Today. Oh my god, the impact. I love Train. Um, (laughs) But no, I like, I know, the the sync, I know. So we used to record on Skype, and then like the app that we have our podcast on, like stopped letting Skype audio on it but they recently put out an email that said they're letting Skype video so that leads me to think that they'd also allow Skype audio because it's just the audio from the video that they're allowing so I'm going to try it again um (laughs) wait so we don't even know if this will it will even if it doesn't work we can get it to work the last time that this happened I had to have um my best friend and tech genius jose do it so if it doesn't work i'll just have him do it Um, okay because i was gonna say love our weekly chats but like (laughs) don't know if i want to do this twice oh my god i would never make you do it twice i'd just be like oh gosh i don't know what happened (laughs) (laughs) um so yeah and i'd be like everyone (laughs) that this works because I can't be bothered to figure anything else out. I tried to figure out Zoom today as, like, how to record and whatever. And I was like, I just, I could probably figure it out, but I just don't care enough to. I've had enough of Zoom. Same. Dude, between, between Zoom, Skype, GoToMeeting, WebEx, Google Hangouts, I'm just like Microsoft Teams. Like, can everyone just agree on one? And then, like, we universally all just agree on one. Yeah, but that would just be too easy. I know. Like, times like these. Half the people I work, like, talk to, like, companies that we work with are like, oh, this person does GoToMeeting, but this person does WebEx, but this person does Zoom, but we do Skype. But now we're doing Google Hangouts. And I'm like, I just like can't. Like, I'm like, where am I? Just someone send me the link and I'll like get there eventually. I know. And some of my meetings aren't video still. So like I have like random moments of panic where I'm just like, oh, I'm good. It's not a video meeting. And then I'm like, oh, shit, it is. And then I have to like put on a shirt. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I like usually just leave my video off because I'm just like. I don't care. Like, and people are like, turn your video on. I'm like, no. (laughs) 
Yeah, no, I'm not going to do that. Like if I'm on video, I'll be on video. I might be in my bed, but that's fine. By in my bed, I mean like face washed, clothes on, (laughs) just like working from bed, bed office. I um, have become really professional and I've stopped working in bed and now I work on my couch. So, oh, are you wearing jeans too? I did wear (laughs) jeans for like three days last week (laughs) and I hadn't worn these jeans since before the core. And they weren't the most comfortable things to put on. They (laughs) had shrunk, um, even though they were just sitting in my closet. They somehow shrunk. It has nothing to do with me. I'm not at fault here. That happens. Happens all the time. (laughs) So, I mean, they still fit, whatever. And, like, I think I had just washed them and then put them away and then, like, never wore them. Yeah, so, I actually tried on a pair. I, I had the same. Um, I told myself the same thing, at least, because I tried on a pair of jeans. I was like, it's been like two months. I should probably just put on a pair. I'm not going to wear them, but like try them on just to like gauge where I'm at. Yeah. And, I did. <laughs> and I took them right off. And that's exactly what I told myself. I was like, I think I just wash these and put these away. So they're like still shrunk from the dryer. <laughs> I mean, truly, I do believe that's exactly what happened because I hadn't worn those jeans for a while. And like for me to put something away means I like literally had washed it. But like the initial like five minutes when I put them on, I was like, oh, my God, <laughs> you're disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> And you continued wearing them? I'm impressed. Did you not see my tweet? <laughs> no. I, you guys, don't judge me, okay? I wore them the whole day. And you guys, you better not judge me. I swear to God, oh, I'll never make a podcast episode again. I wore them all day. And then I slept in them so that they would stretch out oh. and I would feel skinny in the morning. <laughs> That's a lie. I did see your tweet and I think I even liked it. But you know what? It honestly feels like that tweet that like I read that tweet like a month ago. (laughs) (laughs) It was like literally last week. Yeah. Ooh, I'm looking for it. You've been tweeting a lot. What else do I have to do? A lot, a lot. I'm scrolling and I still haven't gotten to it. It doesn't matter. Twitter's my only life source right now, okay? I'm just a silent lurker on Twitter most of the time. Twitter's the only thing that fits me right now. <laughs> but I still oh, think I it's a wear ginger track pants on Fridays. <laughs> I wear um, leggings literally every single fucking day in the same two shirts. It's either an Iron Maiden shirt or the Louisiana State shirt. It's never going to be different, honey. I know. When I think of it in, like, the grand scheme that I've been literally wearing sweats for two months, I'm like, it's fine. (laughs) But we both can still fit in our jeans, and that's really all that matters. Yeah. Well, okay, let me tell you about my adventure of the day. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) This has nothing to do with anything. It just popped in my mind. Um, so I was doing like an at home workout 
um, which I've done a handful of from time to time. Pop Sugar Fitness is great if anyone's looking for that type of thing. It really is kind of like a, I know it's not for everyone, but for me, it's like helped with like mental health and like energy, whatever. So I'm just like powering through a little workout and I go to do a nice little reverse lunge as the instructor tells me to do in the video. And like, oh my God, you know, Charlie horse pain times 800 in the direct center of my left butt cheek. Like I've never, I've never experienced such a cramping pain before. And I gave that preamble about working out because it's like, it's not like this is the first time I've worked out in like months. Like I've been doing exercises and stuff, but something about this one just hit me the wrong way and like like took over my body I like collapsed onto the ground and I'm fine but then that hurt I finally make it up to all fours and I'm like tabletop position like heaving like a cat about to like (laughs) throw up a hairball and you know when you're just like so much pain that all you can do is just like literally like cry out like yell (laughs) like oh (laughs) I'm literally just like heaving on all fours and this cramping pain is just like radiating through my butt cheek and any way I try to move to find relief it just gets worse and worse and worse so I'm like writhing in pain for what feels like five minutes but was definitely no more than two minutes the pain eventually subsides I pull myself off the ground and like limp around the apartment until I regain consciousness (laughs) (laughs) you're such a dramatic bitch (laughs) no I know that this sounds so dramatic and it is it really is but I have like a relatively high threshold for pain and this was bad bad I the bad thing is I thought I pulled a muscle and that it was going to be like that it was going to be that type of pain for like days, but luckily, apparently, it was just some type of cramp, and it went away. And I finished the workout. Woo! But oh, holy... you went back and finished the workout? Yeah, I only had like ten minutes left, and it was uh, getting to the ab part, so it was like all on the floor anyway. So I was like still laying down. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! But that was my little excitement for the day. I swear, my neighbors probably thought that I was like being murdered just because I'm like (laughs) (laughs) damn what the fuck I don't think I've ever like I definitely had like a minor cramp in like my butt but nothing like that nothing like charlie horse pain oh same but I love a good like butt cramp while you're working out because it's like yeah working my butt muscles like woo right but no this was not that this was something different and I'm scared I'm gonna wake up in the morning and it's gonna be like permanent again whoa you better have a fat ass by the time this quarantine's over Um, I don't know working overtime I don't know I'm scarred I'm scarred now I'm I'm done with these workouts it was fun (laughs) while it lasted (laughs) damn dude Charlie horse pain and it always hits you like a bright, sunny Sunday morning. We were like stretching and you're like, I love being alive. You stretch your little know, toes literally. out. <laughs> like birds <laughs> like, are chirping and shit. Yeah. 
and it's like, wake up, bitch. And it's just like, yeah, and it's a whole leg. And, and that's everyone. Well, I don't know. Does everyone do this where you're just like rolling around in bed? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're like kicking like a little like baby. Like, <laughs> that was me, but straight up like cat hacking up a hairball. <laughs> Dude, one time I had a Charlie horse so bad, and I, like, I, like, went, I obviously didn't get up, but, like, while laying down, I, like, put my hand there to, like, you know, try to relieve some pain, and, mm-hmm. like, my calf was indented where the cramp yeah. was. Like, yeah. it was, like, concave. It was fucking gross. That is gross. Haven't you seen those, like, crazy videos, though, where, you know how sometimes during your Charlie horse, it feels like your muscles are, like, waving? Yeah like kind of like towards the end you can like feel them pulsating I've seen some like crazy videos where you can literally see that in the person's leg like the muscles like ew damn alright well that's the episode (laughs) there's truly nothing worse than a charlie horse oh no and everyone knows and everyone like lives the same life where it's like always for a charlie horse in your butt cheek It's just always like when you're happy too. It's always like when you can sleep in and you're just loving life. It's never like rainy, dark morning where you have to get up. It's always like, can't wait to enjoy this lovely Sunday where like I have no pain in life. You're so right. Well, I mean, for me, I also sometimes it comes after um, like drinking because I don't know. I don't actually know exactly what causes them, but I would imagine it has something to do with like dehydration and like nutrients and you know drinking depletes all that so you wake up like hungover and then it's just like stretch I feel like shit and then it's like oh okay there it is kill me now (laughs) (laughs) oh good times good times um (laughs) Megan you have a new hobby (laughs) that I'd like you to tell us about oh my god no (laughs) yes Okay, well, my stories are annoying. But anyway, um, I am a momager now. <laughs> Move the fuck over, Chris Jenner. <laughs> Picture me with sunglasses doing that, like, Chris face. You know, the... Yeah. You, you know what I'm doing right now, even though you Thank can't you. see it. <laughs> um, and I know exactly what gif you're copying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um... I got drunk and made an Instagram for Rocky. Yay! <laughs> Woohoo! Rocky, who is our attorney, um, PR agent, manager, <laughs> overall cute mascot. Yes. Um, his Instagram name is Rocky Talkie Doggy. Because <laughs> he talks a lot. And I like talkies, even though it's not spelled like talkies. The snack. Because that one was taken. Because I was going to take it. That was taken? Rocky Talkie. Yeah. Oh, I thought Rocky Talkie Doggy was taken. No, Rocky Talkie Doggy is not taken. Oh. Rocky, all ver- pretty much all versions of Rocky Talkie are taken. Oh. That's why, that's why I had to add Le Doggy. It's um, popping off anyway. over there. No, I love love some alliteration and rhyming and shit. So yeah, whatever. That's um, not so alliteration. Yeah. E, or is that just rhyming? That's just rhyming. Yeah. 
leave me alone. Um, so yeah, everyone go follow him. He's really cute. It was fun for like 10 minutes, but I'm over it. Um, but I still like to post an occasional pic from time to time. Will he ever get the Bark Box sponsorships and start getting his shit for free? Probably not. But like I said, is it just an excuse for me to put precious pictures of him out in the world? Yeah, and that's okay. And I'm fucking here for it. First of all, Rocky's a model, among other He's, all of his other jobs. <laughs> Attorney he at law. Is- I mean, obviously I'm biased, but like, he's beautiful, he's precious, he's cute, but like, he is just extremely photogenic. He really is. Like, like not all dogs get that. They don't oh, all wow. have what it takes. <laughs> you want to be on top. I was going to say, Megan's been <laughs> binging America's Next Top Model. <laughs> he can smize. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I love his Instagram. You really oh, blew it up with make pictures. It fashion. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. What were you saying? She blew it up with pictures. She uploaded like 30 pictures in like under a minute. When it first came up, my whole Instagram feed <laughs> was just Rocky. Isn't that what you're supposed to do? <laughs> I don't know how to do this. How do influencers do this to begin with? Like, how do people get followers? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> You're, like, supposed to populate the feed. I don't know. <laughs> it, was, it was a lot, but I loved every minute of it. I believe I was his first comment. Um, oh, I think you were. Every picture is beautiful. He's truly a model. I think that you should put attorney at paw in his bio. Okay, okay. Just you know that bios have character limits? Yeah. Well, I, I mean, just... his, bio is, his bio isn't anything special right now. I can easily delete things from it. But just saying, <laughs> I didn't know that. I was, like, typing a whole book. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Rocky was born. <laughs> <laughs> it was a sunny day. Oh God! I just changed my bio literally yesterday. It still said fossil expert from when I came to visit you. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> and then I yesterday changed it to a virgin who can't drive because I think I'm just like so quirky. Oh, that is cute. I don't think I've literally ever changed my bio. I think it's just a couple emojis, which is stupid and embarrassing. Oh my God! It's probably like <laughs> it's no, no. It's- <laughs> It's not airplane, arrow, apple, or some shit. But I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure there's definitely a cactus and like the Statue of Liberty and like a beer. <laughs> AZ airplane to NYC apple. <laughs> no, I'm really not that lame. Like I'm ASU, super lame. Little purple devil. <laughs> I'm super lame, but not that lame. <laughs> Whatever year you graduated, <laughs> and then Classic. like <laughs> whatever, yeah. PR with like the girl the, at the laptop. <laughs> my um, my Twitter bio is the same. My actually, my Twitter bio is something lame like that. Like I actually have like ASU grad in it because I had to make you know at one point when people are all like, oh, your social media is going to be used professionally. It's like, okay, it is, but no one cares. That's the plot twist. <laughs> yeah. 
So I made some like fruity fake bio. I never changed it because I like it. Good for you, girl. Stick to your guns. Yeah. Working on it. Okay, so enough about me. Okay. <laughs> What's up with you? What's up with you? Tell Literally us about nothing's your... up with me. I mean, <laughs> y'all, I'm not You're using Gmail now. I did see that tweet right before we started oh this. And I was like, God. oh, God, Morgan's going to be stressed. Don't even know. At this point, I'm, like, so zen about it because I've gotten over, like, the stress part. But I'm just, like, in the river of denial and delusion. But, yeah, my company, everyone's working from home, which was, like, already a transition enough. Because a lot of us still, like, worked in the office every single day. So, but then, like, they gave us whatever. They told us we have to work from home. So, everyone's been working from home. We've been having, like, a ton of tech issues. Obviously, like, we can't go upstairs to, like, our IT team. Because they're, like, all at home. So it's already been, like, kind of just a nightmare. And then we switched from Outlook to Gmail. Is <laughs> That's all I'll that's, say. I know. That's really bad. I, I actually really like Outlook. And I know that, like, literally no one cares about any of this. Gmail is not, like, built for efficiency. <laughs> It's built to house, like, hundreds of coupon and retail <laughs> list distribution blasts. Yes. That's all I'm going to say on it. I'm just going to leave it at that. We switched from Outlook to Gmail. Every day is an adventure. Um, yeah, that's a choice. That is a choice. So I've just been, yeah, I've literally just been working. I'm doing nothing. I mean, what can I do? Oh, I'm actually dog sitting starting tomorrow. Really? Yeah, I haven't been dog sitting. I haven't dog sat since like the end of February. And Yeah, I'm sure. My friend um, who I dog sit for a lot, he is thinking about moving. No one cares. (laughs) He's moving. He's going to go visit Colorado to see if he likes it. Can't even watch his dogs. Wow. <laughs> so I'm like, I really? Little, I love hearing little tidbits like that from people that just like leads me to think that the world is somewhat getting back to normal. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like knowing that your dog sitting again is truly comforting to me. Is that weird? Well, <laughs> well then I'm glad. It's actually two dogs <laughs> I like really love. They're two pit bulls and I like dog sit for them all the time. The guy's Aww. like so nice and they're like very cuddly cute yeah so I'm like really excited because one I can get out of my fucking studio apartment he lives like in a three-story house with a rooftop deck so hell yeah that'll be a nice little escape and some little nice cuddle cuddle company yeah so I'll get a cuddle with some pups who I really love and who are just like the sweetest babies and then like actually spread out and like do they have instagrams uh I don't think so (laughs) (laughs) He's really not the type. <laughs> Annoying. <laughs> um, but I'll send you some pictures while I'm there. Yay. So I'm really ex- excited because I really miss them. And I just like miss all of my dog sitting dogs. Because I like only dog sit for the same people. Like the same like 15 people. Yeah. And so they're like all like my little dog babies, you know. Like I'm just like their little dog aunt. But I haven't seen any of them in so long. And so I'm like, he was like, 
you don't have to say yes. Like, I understand if you don't want to say yes. Like, I promise I've been, like, really, I because he, like, works in IT, so he normally works from home. So he's, like, yeah. I've been being really safe. Like, I promise it's safe over here. Like, blah, blah, blah. And I was, like, no, I'm coming. Like, <laughs> please. Yeah. Just one of those things. People got to start living their lives again with necessary precautions and safety measures taken. Right. Like, I've been quarantining for two months. I, like, don't even go to the grocery store. He's been quarantining, so it'll be safe. And we're, he's not going to be there, obviously, so whatever. It'll be safe. Yeah, true. Um, uh, uh, speak, other big exciting news that I'll literally say two sentences about is that Instacart is delivering to me again, and I got a del- grocery delivery today, so I don't have to go to the grocery store. Woo! Oh, my God, congrats! Yeah, this was a big one. It's actually really exciting. Takis delivered to my doorstep. Oh, girl, watch out. Rocky Taki Doggy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I feel like this has been like a long intro that's not that exciting. So let's get into some uh, goss. I'm Please. Leave the biggest story for last. We already know what it is. <clears throat> I don't even know what it is. Yes, uh, you do. Yeah, I do. Um, let me look, let me pull up my old notes, see what I wrote. Yeah, I actually wrote notes this week, you guys. I'm kind of motivated. I'm like a real professional. And you didn't send them to me. And by that, I mean, I wrote them literally five minutes before we started this call. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the first thing on my list, we're going to start good and end bad, y'all. Here we go. Ugh. Guys. <laughs> what's good like literally what is good I almost felt like I needed to take the day off work yesterday just to like go sit in the ocean and just think because Harry Styles my number one crush in this world like when I like you you guys (laughs) you sound like me talking about that Irish (laughs) (laughs) oh my god i wonder if harry can sail wow he did put taylor swift back on a boat by herself though off an island so same thing um you guys here's the thing i don't like really crush on that many people like i'm like yeah they're cute whatever 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 but like i don't like lose my mind over anybody Except, <laughs> except Harry Styles, and like, how could you not? Uh, like, <laughs> he's like not even human. I swear to God, he's like not human. Like, it's not possible to be like that talented, that fucking hot, that like emotional, that like cool, and like caring and kind and like an activist and all these. Sh- fucking things and he's funny and he looks like that he does seem like a real gem of a person that's for sure so anyways he put out a music video yesterday for his song watermelon sugar and he Mm. needs to be fucking arrested (laughs) by the authorities (laughs) because this man put porn on YouTube. I haven't even watched okay, I shouldn't admit that, but I haven't even watched it yet. Megan! 
if I start watching it now, will you be able to keep, will it mess with the audio? Whatever, I'm going to try it. <laughs> wow. Oh, I can't hear it. Um, there's a part, you guys. I can't even, like, say it. I mean, it's not literal porn. But it might as well be. Because he's so <laughs> fucking hot. And there's a part where he, like, takes his finger and, like, rubs it on top of a slice of watermelon. And it's so unbelievably sexual. Like, it makes me, like, feel like I need to projectile vomit because I'm, like, so nervous (laughs) and giddy. Like, I, like, could throw up. Not because I think it's gross, but because I'm, like, holy shit. Like, what are you doing? I literally just saw that part. Oh, this is sensual. It's the whole song is just about how he wants to taste you. Yeah, yeah, it's very suggestive. And it tastes like watermelon and summer berries. Ah! I'm like not okay. Like I truly am not okay. <laughs> no, you're not. I just feel uncomfy because <sighs> how dare he? And like it should be illegal and like Wow. Yeah, it's just a big horn fest. I'm here for it. And he looks so hot in it. Oh my god. <sighs> Anyways, if you guys haven't watched it, it's on YouTube. His yeah, new people, song. People are really loving it. And people are, you know, what a time. What a time to release something like that. It's really the sign of the not- times. For all I my Harry Styles fans out there, you get it. A good time because that just makes people want to go like have sex and get drunk and like eat fruit on a beach. And that's what we shouldn't be doing right now, Harry. So what a tease. What a tease. Harry Styles, if you're listening to this, which I know you are, please stay you away teasing. from me forever because I like <laughs> really don't think my heart could handle it. I think I would die on the spot. I would be, like, one of those dumb (laughs) bitches that, like, instantly sobs. He's just unhuman. Like, there's... (gasps) Anywho. You good? (laughs) Need to take a minute? It's a long weekend. All I've got is time. (laughs) Right. Harry Styles, I love you, baby. Um, Illy FM <laughs> Illy Anyways go watch it on YouTube Watermelon Sugar It's <laughs> truly a life changing experience My god It is a nice song too My life is truly Put into like Before Watermelon Sugar And <laughs> after Watermelon Sugar <laughs> oh, Like that's my life now So um, and in other news, to follow up on a story that we recorded on, was it last week, two weeks ago, two years ago? I don't fucking know. Time does not exist in core core. Um, Allison Romaine, or Roman, whatever her name is. I want to say Romaine because she's a food columnist. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that you were, I knew that we were going to talk about this again. And I'm just like, Ugh. well, even when I saw it pop up again, I was like, Ugh. Megan, this is a celebrity podcast. <laughs> no, I know. But I mean, just the fact that this 
story is still continuing. Obviously, oh, we're going to report on it. But the fact that this story is still even going on and relevant makes me... <sighs> but continue. So, Allison Romaine Lettuce, who we talked about either last <laughs> week or two weeks ago. I truly could not tell you. Um, the one who, like, called out Chrissy Teigen and um, not even called them out. Just had an opinion about Chrissy Teigen and Marie Kondo. Mm-hmm. And then it, like, spiraled. Anyways, go listen to whatever episode I talked about it on. Good luck finding it. I don't care. Um, <laughs> she is, quote-unquote, on her column in the New York Times, is temporary on leave. So, it's like, no one knows if she got, like, fired, or she quit, or she was, like, forced to quit. But her column, as of now, is no longer... And people don't know if it's, like, temporary or permanently or, like, what's the situation. Um, But I'm willing to say that they probably forced her to step down. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, when people say temporary leave, that's just, like, a phrase that's normally used when the employer has an impact on the employee and not vice versa. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's such a PR wording of she's fired so yeah now everyone is like up in arms on twitter all the people that were attacking her i'm sure are now up in arms of like she shouldn't have been fired for having an opinion which she shouldn't have i mean yeah, she didn't say anything crazy times. yeah 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 exactly and they probably yeah they shouldn't have i don't know there's no reason for her whatever the story is there's no reason for her to be on temporary leave Unless it's a decision that she's making on her own personal but level, which I don't think that's the case, but whatever. I don't think that's the case either, because I think that she would have put out a statement that was like, I'm separating, whatever, whatever. But she hasn't been active on Twitter since her apology to Chrissy Teigen. Um, so <laughs> I'm going to say that's really not the situation. And that's like so shitty because she didn't say anything outlandish. Or, like, offensive or anything. She just gave an opinion that could be seen as bitchy, but had not really to me, in my personal opinion. If I was Chrissy Teigen, whatever, I'd be like this bitch. But, like, <laughs> people came for her, like, as if she, I don't know, said like slurs or anything like that, or it's just like truly crass. But it wasn't anything like that. But obviously, now it looks like makes the New York Times look bad so they're gonna be like oh well now you're fired and it's like so shitty and then Chrissy Teigen at this point is like well I didn't want her to be fired and it's like well Chrissy Teigen maybe you should have handled this offline instead of to your followers not that it's her fault but I'm you know what I'm saying and the fact that this is all about this is all about Chrissy Teigen like this isn't a like I, I love me some Chrissy I really do and I get that people really like love her um but it's not like she's some like sacred figure and like right. this romaine lettuce woman was making comments about some like revered you know like person it's just a celeb you know yeah exactly like, people and- talk shit about i don't know britney spears and celebrities all the time and they're not, like, losing their jobs for it. No. And, like I said, like, she just gave an opinion of, and she 
it was just saying like that's how they deal their business and I do not want that that's all it was and now all of a sudden she's like fired from her job and Chrissy's like oh no and I'm like Chrissy could you have not like DM'd her (laughs) yeah it makes me wonder if there's more to the story yeah I don't know which I know that we're only seeing like tweets and news stories about it but I don't know maybe there's something more there maybe but at the end of the day like that has nothing to do with like how well she is like as a cook or whatever which is like what her whole column was about was like recipes and like food and so yeah which is with it which by the way is exactly what people want to read right now so it's not like that like it's not like her column was getting like low readership or some shit because literally all people are doing in quarantine are like eating and cooking and making bread so it's not like it wasn't I'm sure that wasn't the case that it like wasn't performing well or anything yeah and like her recipes are like simple recipes like that's her whole thing yeah like romaine lettuce in a bowl (laughs) (laughs) which is her whole persona (laughs) (laughs) but so that's where it stands now I mean this like literally just came out a few hours ago she hasn't said anything I've been like checking her twitter so I don't know. I don't know what will happen, but oh, I'm like... sure she will. I'm sure she's connecting with the publicist as we speak, who is typing a nice little response for her to tweet. Yeah. Which more on that later. <laughs> Good. Yeah. So stay tuned for more lettuce updates. Um, I don't know. I guess as more come. But I think this whole situation is so insane. Like, she just had an opinion that, like, wasn't even that deep. (laughs) I just can't even believe it's, like, gotten to this point. I know, right? Jeez. Slow news week. But then again, not. (laughs) I was going to say, kind of. Slow news week during a pandemic. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on. Can we talk about Ryan Seacrest? You sent this to me. Can we talk about Ryan Seacrest? (laughs) Like, possibly having a seizure on American Idol after we just made fun of American Idol last week. The stress <laughs> of our criticism brought him down. I know. I was like, literally, what are the chances? Because I, I was have blood on my about... hands. <laughs> <laughs> I was just talking about the, how the finale was last week or this week or whenever it was and how nobody cares. And then everyone cared because Ryan Seacrest had a stroke <laughs> on camera. <laughs> Either the stress of our criticism brought him down. Or he listened to our criticism and was like, oh, I'm going to make a way for everyone to care. <laughs> like, either way, who was the winner of, Who was the winner of American Idol? I don't know. All I know is that Ryan Seacrest Seacrest had a seizure on camera. <laughs> the seizure was the winner of American Idol. <laughs> okay, but like, really, I watched the video and something weird happened. Yeah, something weird for sure happened. Like, him and his publicist and whatever are like, no, he didn't have a seizure. He's just been, like, working so much. So here's what happened. He was, like, live on air talking, and then he, like, started jumbling his words. And his eye, one of his (laughs) eyes, like, you guys, it looks crazy. One eye is, like, normal size and, like, half closed. And then the other is just, like, huge. Like, it So swollen and puffy. It's like he was literally, like, rubbing it. 
It's like he started crying and he used a leaf of like poison ivy to wipe his tears. <laughs> it looks like he got stuck mid blink. Like, like he got, you know, those dogs who eat bees and then their like cheeks <laughs> puff up. It looked like that, but on eyelids. Like, his eye ate a bee. Like one eye was like. One eye, like, was, like, in a normal, like, eye shape, like, kind of almond, you know, eye shape. And the other eye was, like, a clementine. <laughs> like, it was true. <laughs> you guys watch the video. It's, like, everywhere. You can just Google Ryan Seacrest seizure. And, maybe, like, his at, maybe his at-home Botox doctor accidentally injected his eyelids. Because it literally <laughs> looks like he got fillers in his eyes. <laughs> in his so- eyes. It's so crazy. <laughs> like, I can't tell which eye is, like, supposed to be the normal eye. And I'm not trying to, like, talk shit. Like, I hope no, he's okay. And clearly he is okay, so it's okay to talk about this. But it's definitely kind of freaky looking. It's so freaky. So, yeah, like, that happened with his eyes, and he was, like, jumbling his words, which he, like, never does. He's, like, such a professional, like, speaker, unlike me and Megan. Um, and (laughs) (laughs) you guys have heard this podcast. We're in the second year. Like you guys, we could have a we could have a seizure and no one would know because they'd be like, "Yeah, that's just what they sound like." (laughs) (laughs) Just no one knows. No one's picked up on it. (laughs) Um. So so then everyone was like tweeting, like, "What the fuck is he having a seizure?" And then he didn't go, like, he took the next day off work, like, he's supposed to be on, like, uh, live with Kelly and Ryan, um, and he didn't show, like, he did not show, but, you know, he, like, called off, he took the day off, so her husband, like, filled in for him, but he was back today, and he hit, like, he's just saying, like, no, thanks, everyone, for your concerns, I'm doing fine, I'm just exhausted, teehee, and, like, his publicist was, like, He's just exhausted. He does four shows. Um, And he's like... Sorry, go ahead. Oh, he does like four shows, which he does. I mean, he does a fucking lot. He does his radio show every day. He does live with Kelly and Ryan every day. He does American Idol, and then he does like this Disney sing-along shit. I don't know. Um, Which I've been watching. (laughs) Oh, I, I don't even get started on that. And... Then he also, like, executive produces, like, a shit ton of shows on E! Like, he's a fucking busy guy, and I'm almost but convinced the thing he's is, a is robot. That he's, always, he's always been that busy. I know, but he's aging, girly. I guess, but also it's like... I mean, these are trying times for all of us, but <laughs> he, is, he, is, he is just, like, at home. I know. <laughs> Maybe that's why he's glitching. Uh, yeah, true. I was going to say, there's no way I can say that without it sounding bad. But, you know, it's probably hard, like, running from studio to studio, like, driving through L.A. to get from to place to place on time, like, it, in normal times. But now well, it's just, like, He used to fly oh, to New York, like, every day. Oh, true. You're right. I do forget that Kelly and Ryan is taped here in Idol is in LA but Idol is also isn't all year round I think they're on different they're on different filming schedules whatever it doesn't matter he works hard as shit and if he is exhausted from working hard 
you should definitely take some time off. But I still think there was something else weird happening at that particular time on American Idol. Like, I definitely think that he should be exhausted 100% by now because I, like, truly do not get how he does it. And, like, I said, he's either, like, a robot or a clone or some shit or he has, like, a twin. Like, I don't I don't get his schedule. Um, but I also am like, but did he also have a seizure? Because it was weird as fuck. Or, or just, like, I mean, at the very least, like, an allergic reaction. <laughs> but you would think that if it was an allergic reaction they would just be like yep allergic reaction like I don't know I just want I think it's weird that they're not acknowledging that anything was weird about it I know I'm not like it's, it's like wow am I having a seizure it's not like he's like the president <laughs> of like a country or something where you know where they have to be like no they're fine I'm like it's just <laughs> I, mean, I guess he's like kind of the president of E but like <laughs> you guys don't have to be so hush hush about it yeah. Um, remember, was it early? I guess it was just earlier this year. It was like the first Kelly and Ryan show after the new year. Where, <laughs> where there's that clip of him. They were like, yay, happy new year. And they release a bunch of balloons. And he goes and reach, reaches for one and falls out of his chair on live <laughs> air. Did you see that? Yeah. <laughs> Tough year for Seacrest. Dude, remember when back in the day when he was doing the American Idol when they were like auditioning and he tried to high five that blind kid for like a solid minute <laughs> and then he eventually that, grabs the kid's hand. <laughs> that moment has gone down in history. Like, oh my God. I specifically remember seeing that happen on TV and it was so long ago, but, like, we had just gotten, like, DVR and could rewind our TV. And my family rewound that shit, like, five times. Just cracking up. Oh, my God. Instant classic. <laughs> oh, hilarious. Um, so, yeah. I hope he's okay. He apparently says he's fine. I have my doubts. I mean, he's fine now, apparently. But I have my doubts that... It was just exhaustion. <laughs> um, um, unrelated, but apparently Wendy Williams is having a very hard time right now. Like, I didn't, I saw something that she's, like, taking time off for health reasons. Speaking oh, I of. saw that, too, that she's, like, yeah, putting her show on pause. Yeah. So, God, I mean, these people work very hard. They do. Oh, it says taking a break from show to deal with Graves' disease. Oh. And, I, I mean, yeah, just... Just because they have a show to do every day doesn't mean that they shouldn't be able to take time for themselves to heal and be safe and healthy and do what's best for them. You okay, girly? (laughs) You sound like you're going (laughs) through something. (laughs) I need a day off. (laughs) Megan's like, and I will never be back on this podcast ever again. (laughs) No, but for real, I am looking forward to a lovely three-day weekend. Oh, same. Three days where I can just wake up at whatever time I want, even though it's, like, literally still 8 a.m., but, like, it's on my own time. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, this is a super depressing three-day weekend, but still, people, even in these situations, people, me, really do need to take time to, like, unwind and disconnect and sleep till 2 p.m. Mm, I was with you till the end. 
I know. <laughs> <laughs> I but I support you. I thank you. Um, speaking of ETV and Ryan Seacrest being the president, Kristen Cavallari is ending Ooh. her show very Cavallari amid her divorce with Jay Cutler. So everyone say I was shocked by this. Like, I, I know too. that it shouldn't be shocking because obviously her marriage and her family life was a big like storyline on the show. I never really watched it that much, just like a few episodes here and there. But from what I saw and from what I like read, Jay's kind of like a highlight of the show. Like basically the audience like loves him because he's like really funny and like indifferent, has like a very dry sense of humor. So I definitely think that the show would have had like a big loss without him. But I would expect that Kristen would want to keep going to kind of like speak her piece, you know? Yeah. I wonder if it's just like too much. Like she doesn't want people to be like, bring back Jay or like whatever. Like that would suck. Yeah, that's totally valid. Or have people be like, this show sucks now without Jay. Yeah. Okay. That would be really annoying. Or, like, but you have to film, still, like, while you're in the middle of a divorce and you're just, like, obviously going fucking through it every single day. And you have to be like, hi, you guys. Welcome to my store. <laughs> yeah, I do totally get it. I'm just shocked. I would have thought that she's, you know, she's a pretty savvy businesswoman. I would have thought that she would have maybe tried to, like, finagle it in a way that works for her, like, financially and her brand. But good, actually, you know what? In that case, good for her for not because she's probably doing this for her own personal, again, for her own personal health, <laughs> like Wendy and, and Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> Throw Kristen in there with a the gang. Kind um, of. They're going through it. I'm. I'm sure she'll be like back on some. She'll like have a different TV show. I mean, like. I feel like this is gonna sound bitchy and I literally don't mean it in any type of shady way but like that girl's whole life was like reality tv like oh yeah for sure and she does she has like I mean this isn't really relevant now but she has like hosting gigs with E like she's doing red carpets and shit but who knows when red carpets are gonna come back and I don't want to talk about it okay it's too much but I'm sure she'll have like another show Spencer Pratt was like Kind of talking about like how she might be back on the hills, but I'm like, okay, when are they ever going to film the hills again? Like, I don't think that she'll move back to LA. I feel like she really loves Nashville, so I don't think the hills would ever have enough money to afford her at this point. <laughs> I mean, true. Um, they got me to Barton. <laughs> <laughs> you leave her out of this, Marissa. <laughs> She's been going through it since '08. <laughs> No Truly. fucking kidding. <laughs> um. Oh, but like people, like her old, uh, impl- not Misha's, Kristen's old employees, who were like on the show, have been like, but like we're fired, have been like being shady to her online, like all day long since the announcement came out, and then her ex best friend, who there was rumors that she was having an affair with Kristen's husband Jay, she like posted like a. And, like, they didn't stop being friends because of the rumors. They stopped being friends because Kristen was, like, it seemed like she was egging on the rumors. And then Mm. this girl, 
today you post a picture of just like a man's arm and it, the man's arm was like wearing a bracelet like Jay has and uh-huh. then so then people were like what the fuck like were the rumors true like were you seeing Jay like do you guys like whatever and then she was like no you guys oh my god like that's my husband he's just like so private and it's like well it does kind of feel like you're egging on these rumors now <laughs> yeah wait I didn't even know that she was married and her along with oh well her along with Kristen's employees they're probably just pissed that they're like losing their fame and like meal ticket out of all this and I don't blame them I would be too but I wouldn't take it out on Kristen (laughs) well it's people that Kristen had already fired like season one season two oh yeah so they were already done um but yeah like when I, like, first read that Kristen and her best friend, like, stopped being friends because, like, she felt like she was egging on the rumors. I was like, okay. And then I saw that picture today. And it's like, you posted that picture today where she announced that she's, like, ending her show because of her divorce. And you post a picture of your husband, quote unquote. I mean, it really is her husband. But you post a picture of her hu- your husband's arm wearing a bracelet that Jay Cutler has. Like, yeah, 100%. That's just evil. Like, I would never do that to, like, anybody. <laughs> yeah, you know what you're doing. Yeah. Don't try to play coy. I'm like, oh my god, no, You, my kids and my husband are just, like, so private. But, but it's like, but you chose that picture today. <laughs> Not buying it, lady. Girl, <laughs> I know how to get a response. Leave Kristen alone. Truly. So... At least she's not in the Bahamas anymore, quote unquote stuck. But <laughs> <laughs> she is done very Cavallari. Weird times. Weird times. <laughs> I know. Whoever thought I'd ever be talking about Kristen. <laughs> so much. Yeah. Um and in other reality TV show news. Um Peter <laughs> the pilot. What? Gave an interview about oh. how he ended up with Kelly. Stop. <laughs> no one cares. <laughs> and he was saying, like, the show does work. Like, I truly believe the show worked before going on it, while on it, and even after that. Like, I think the show works. Like, me and Kelly's love just, like, wasn't organic on the show. But it was organic in real life. And, like, my grandmother has a saying that's, like, whatever's yours will always be yours. And me and Kelly's love is kind of like that. Like, we connected after the show, and it was, like, much more organic for our relationship. And it just reminds me of that saying from my grandmother. And our relationship is just unorthodox. But, you know, I think that we're meant for each other. (laughs) Some shit like that. Can't wait to take flight or some shit. I'm sure he said that. (laughs) I'm making that up, but probably. Um, yeah, you know what, Peter? No one cares. I've heard him do a few interviews. As I, he did go on Caitlin's podcast, and I listened to it. And he did have a very, like, why me? I don't know why people don't like me. Like, everyone's <laughs> going to hate some, And I'm just like, I don't know. There's just, just, just go with it. Like, own it, if anything. But he's being a real bitch about it. Whatever. 
and it's clear that him and Kelly had something to begin with because they they're the ones that met like before the show, right? And, like, boned in a hotel lobby or some shit. So there's clearly always something between them. I think that Kelly was just the type that like did not thrive well in this in that type of environment on the show, and I respected her for it because no normal person should thrive well in that environment. Um, like she was a little like standoffish to him at points and all that, but whatever. Fair enough. If they're together now, that's fine. There's clearly always something between them. So if they found that, that's fine. Just go live your life and stop talking about it because we don't care anymore. (laughs) I'll just say this again. We've talked about it so many times, but I'll just say it again. I'm more like, like, Peter, we know sucks. That's the thing. Like, we've all been like, yeah, Peter's trash. He's like an immature little boy who only dates women who will just talk him up all the time and he has actually no interest in them at all Uh um but like kelly gave us hope because we were like kelly Uh hates this bullshit she's not here for this immature shit she is a grown woman knowing what she wants and this isn't it she's gone Uh and then to get back with him after he was dumped by hannah ann dumped by maddie dumped by hannah brown and then he's like Dumped by, like, Victoria, or whatever that situation was. Um, <laughs> and then he's like, oh, wait. <laughs> Kelly! Let's be together! You're the one I always wanted, I promise! I didn't get dumped by four other women before coming here. Like To quote Queen Psycho, Tyra Banks, we were rooting <laughs> for you, Kelly. We were all rooting for you. When my mother yelled at me like this, it's because she loves me. <laughs> Take ownership of yourself. But Anyways, really. But like, yeah, like Kelly, Kelly, you were his fifth choice. Like, or even more than that, because that blonde bitch was sent or was sent home after Kelly. The older well, one. And who are was we crazy. even counting? Are we counting Hannah B and all this? Yeah, I counted Hannah B. Oh, okay. So it's Hannah Ann, Maddie, Hannah Brown, Victoria, and then the blonde bitch about the Kelsey, what's her name? Oh, yep, yep, yep. So that's five people that he chose over you, Kelly. (laughs) And four of them dumped him. Yeah. (laughs) That's a choice. I don't know. Kelly girl. I mean, do you, honey? But um, we just thought you were different. That's all. We're not mad. We're just disappointed. Yeah. Take that. Um, I did see a headline that I very quickly scrolled over today that was like, oh, I guess Ari gave an interview to. Oh, and my he's God. I did not just... watch a season. <laughs> he's basically just like. The Bachelor producers set the lead up to fail. That's why everyone, like, hates (laughs) on them. (laughs) Okay, Ari. And it's like, yeah, they forced you to choose another girl and then dump her on camera after you proposed to her and then end up with the second pick again. It's like, wow, how are Peter and Ari not best friends? Are they best friends? Because they should be. They should be. They're both the biggest, like, dumpster fires in this show's history. 
they're they're very similar. Now that you bring it up, they are very similar. Oh. I think I would. I think I would choose Ari. Oh, like as far as who I hate less, I think I hate Ari less. But you wouldn't know because you didn't watch his season. No, but I know enough about Ari, which is why I specifically didn't watch his season. <laughs> well, you know what? He, ugh, um, I can't believe that Pilot Peter is putting me in a position where I'm defending Ari. But like either. Ari, Ari like totally fucked up. He picked the wrong girl. He savagely dumped her in a terrible way, terribly public way, set her up for failure. But then him, I mean, him and Lauren are like he he did make the right decision. Like Becca got to be the bachelorette. Ari and Lauren are happy in like fucking Old Town Scottsdale with their little baby. Like, and then that was the end of it. You know? Peter yeah, I mean, is just like Peter's just like writing this shit out with like this girl, that girl. I'm quarantining with this girl. I'm gonna make a TikTok with that girl. It's a lot. I will say, you know what, now that you put it that way, yeah, Ari's, Ari made a bad choice, and he fixed it, and ultimately was the right choice, because like you said, like, they literally just had a baby, like, they've been married, they've been living together for years now, like, <laughs> that, that, that Bachelor Jason did the same thing, I didn't watch Jason's season, but he did the literal same thing, and it was the type of thing where it worked out well for all of them, too, like, him and the one that he ended up choosing instead are still together with kids and shit. And the other girl did like dancing with the stars and is married never with kids too. So like it really did work out. Yeah, and Becca and Garrett are still together. Yeah. They're cute. They are cute. So Ari ultimately still sucks, mainly just because of his personality, not necessarily because of that oh, choice. Definitely a wet dish rag. <laughs> Like that's I mean, what yeah. he—that's what he represents to me. <laughs> but they're living that that Scottsdale life, and good on them. Yeah. And honestly, I'm him going and Lauren to El Pepe on the weekends. <laughs> <laughs> him and Lauren are a good match, and that's all I'll say. I'll say, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lauren's fine. Lauren, they weren't listening to your heart. <laughs> Uh-huh, uh-huh. Lauren is Scottsdale's type as well. Um, and then in other batch news, uh-huh. you can talk about this one, little singer songwriter. Oh, okay, we're still on the good stuff. I thought we were getting yeah. to the bad batch news. The bad news um, is the next thing, and it's the last thing. So, okay. Well, speaking of Caitlin Bristow. Because uh, I mentioned her podcast a minute ago, um, we were talking about how she has something coming out, and she was teasing stuff on her Instagram last week. And we were like, "I think it's a song. It's probably going to be a song. Is it a skincare line? Is it scrunchies? Is it another wine? I think it's going to be a song. It'll probably be a song. It's a song, and it's a perfectly decent tune. <laughs> and that's that. It's called." Um, if I'm being honest, I think it's called, and um, she sings about making mistakes and like being in the public 
eye and people are so like critical and always scrutinizing her every move and it hurts her it hurts her so people just need to be nicer um you know it's very pop country it's not my personal type of music but it's exactly what we thought it was going to sound like and it's a decent like I said it is catchy it's just not what I would typically listen to yeah when I heard it I was like yeah that's exactly what I was hearing like that's exactly what I pictured it just yeah like I I obviously couldn't like couldn't vocalize it but what I was describing that's what I was hearing and it's fine it's good it seems to be doing well yeah like she's posting stuff about it like on the charts and stuff and I don't even think that she cares if it does well I think it was just more of like a passion project for her and that's cool that I think it's cool that the platform she's on like gave her the ability to do that agreed and it's not I feel like we're like like tiptoeing around it it's like literally not a bad song like it's a good song it's just like truly not my type of music at all but it is a good song like I would never be like what the fuck is this or like you know there's a lot of influencers that like put out music and it's like what the fuck but like that I would never be like oh this is influencer music like it just sounds like a normal song it's just like nothing I would ever listen to like, if it played on country radio and I heard it, I wouldn't even, like, you know, it would just sound like any normal, like, country song artist, like, out today. Yeah, and I've never even, like, questioned, like, how did this get on the radio? Like, it's really do- well done. It's just, like, not my style of music. Yeah, so TBD on whether we'll hear more from her. I love how supportive Jason is. Oh! god he's so kind I like want him to support me through life like he's literally so supportive it's crazy but that's like his thing like he's kind of like rebranding himself as this like motivational guru (laughs) guru is a bad word choice but he's trying to like be all like motivational and doing interviews about like like mental health financial health physical health and just being like an all-around like motivated good person and I actually love that for him me too because it seems like genuine it doesn't seem like a cash grab like I feel like most motivational yeah. speakers are you know but what like, I mean exactly he doesn't seem to be doing it in like an annoying way it, I think he just kind of genuinely wants to help people and like use his platform to like get his like word out there I think they both use their platforms for really good things. Caitlin's quite an accomplished little business gal at this point. So good for them. I just love them. I know. They're really, they just seem like really such genuine people that like have used their fame for good instead of just like riding the wave of like, oh, I'm famous, like blah, blah, put out anything and I'll like sell it, whatever. They seem to like really like acknowledge that they're blessed to have this and like want to use it to the best of their ability in like good ways that like give back yeah they're not just like slang in sugar bear hair partnerships which if sugar bear hair goals <laughs> but they're not doing that they're using their platforms to do like shit that they're passionate about which is cool yeah oh god i love them jason remember <laughs> your brother <laughs> and i became <laughs> Twitter press. <laughs> oh my god. I wonder when he's gonna propose. Oh my god. I I'm bet gonna he's gonna to, like, like use the dogs. Well, duh. 
It'll I probably like... be a post-quarantine proposal, let's be real. Yeah. I like... Um... Like, I obviously liked Caitlyn and Sean, but now I'm like, Jason is, like, so much better for her. Oh, I agree. And can we talk about how they're going to be re-airing old seasons of The Bachelor? Oh, my God, yes! Starting Ah! on June 8th, they're doing, like, a best Bachelor season ever, which I don't know exactly what it is, but to me, it seems like they're going to be, like, playing a super condensed version of one season in like two hours a week. Is that what you're getting out of this? Yeah. So it'll be like one season. They'll just cut the best moments so that you don't have to watch every episode. It'll be like yeah, just one like long a super episode. cut of all the best seasons, and it's going to be so good to like relive it all. Oh, I'm so excited! Bachelor like, Mondays are back. I'd like rather so have excited. that than Bachelor in Paradise, to be honest. Same. I'd rather yeah, like see the best parts of like seasons that I like forget about, where I'm like, oh shit, like oh yeah. Like that was well, so crazy. Cool like because that person was crazy. It's cool because there are so few places to watch those seasons now. Like it's not like they're like streaming or whatever, but like so many people haven't seen these like since they aired. I know. God, so they're what's probably like gonna do season? JoJo's and Caitlyn's and Andy's and obviously Juan Pablo's, so we can see Claire, who's our new Bachelorette. Ah! Oh my God, JoJo season is like one of the best for sure. Yeah, she has the hottest guys. <laughs> and she has Chad. <laughs> yeah, that's what I meant. Hot guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, Andy season. It was. I don't know how I feel about it now. At the time, I like loved it because I like loved Andy and Josh, and now like I hate both of them. <laughs> oh my god, same. I was crazy obsessed with Josh, and now and well, Andy and Josh together, and now Andy annoys the shit out of me, and Josh is a terrible person. Yeah, and then who else? Juan Pablo obviously sucks. Uh, sure, they'll show Ben Higgins. Oh yeah, he had a good season. It was okay. Yeah, because he told he told two girls he was the first to tell two girls that he loves them. Oh right, Lauren and Jojo. Jojo. Wow, um, imagine Ben and Jojo together. Never. Ew, no. <laughs> oh my god, Jordan and Jojo are like my fave. Oh, I don't know if I can say that they're my fave bachelor couple because I don't know who is, but they're definitely a fave. They're your fave over Caitlin and Jason? I mean, like, Caitlin and Jason aren't from the show. Yeah. That's true. They are a Bachelor Nation couple. Um, you know whose season I want to see again? Because it was, like, the first... Like, I didn't watch seasons, like, here and there. Like, I would, like, go to Lindsay's and, like, catch, like, an episode here yeah. and there. You know what I mean? Like, but the first season I ever, like, watched on my own fully through... Um, was Ben whatever, Ben Flapjack whatever his last name is <laughs> and Courtney oh my god yeah I watched that one too I think the first that might have been the first um, Bachelor season I watched yeah that was like the first Bachelor season I ever like watched like on my like fully like invested and not just because I'm like at a friend's house and it's on actually no, Courtney that might be a lie I think I started I think I started earlier than that. I know the first Bachelorette season I watched was Jillian Harris, who love her still. I hope they show hers. Um, I'm trying. So the first Bachelor season would have been whoever was the Bachelor. 
after that, which I don't think it was Ben Flapjack, but whatever. He but was, like that—that's a good he season because Courtney is evil, <laughs> huh? Courtney's evil. Yeah, she's crazy. From Old Town. She yeah, she still lives in Arizona. She's pregnant right now. I say from Old Town as if Old Town. I mean Scottsdale. I don't know why I just said Old Town. <laughs> <laughs> Specifically on Old Scottsdale Road. El Jefe. <laughs> Bottled blonde. Oh, um, yeah, she's pregnant right now. Really? Oh, good for her, I guess. I didn't even know she was married. Uh, I think Is she, she just married? got married. Oh, nice. There was like a period, like a year and a half ago, where her and Ben started liking each other's pictures again on Instagram. And oh, I was like, yeah, what I actually remember going that. On? You might have, <laughs> you report on that or something, or maybe. I feel like talk about that but now she's pregnant so I'm like oh I guess there's no reunion (laughs) (laughs) but she was like the first bitch to like give us behind the scenes secrets in her tell-all no one had ever done that before yeah that was scandalous where she was like they don't give us condoms on the uh sweet nights or whatever it's called (laughs) which ew I know like not everyone's on birth control what the fuck well, I'm like, this person was clearly fucking other people. Yeah, maybe those people fucking. Yeah. So, anywho. Okay. <sighs> Deep breaths, everyone. Here mm-hmm. we go. Here's the biggest, latest, baddest, and not in a good way, story from this week. It still has to do with Bachelor Nation. Ugh. So, last week i think last sunday hannah brown alabama hannah y'all know her y'all know i hate her i have evidence on this podcast y'all know i was rooting for her i'm tyra in this scenario (laughs) i never even finished her season because i hated her so much i hated her so much on colton season i just can tell a bad apple when they come on screen okay get on with it that's why I didn't watch Ari season. Anywho, um, <laughs> so last Sunday, I believe it was, she was very, this is no excuse, I'm just describing. She was very drunk and was on Instagram Live and she was singing Rockstar by the Baby, and she said out loud the N-word. <sighs> To be clear, she was not singing along to the song. The song was not even playing in the background. She was right. just like saying the lyrics to the song. On, yeah. Uh, and kind of like she... last week when we sang Train. Um, <laughs> similar. <laughs> where she's just singing out loud with no music on the background. But you know what? If Train used that word in their in Hey Soul Sister, <laughs> I don't think that we would have repeated it. No, I would never repeat that. Train yeah, would never exactly. do us like that. <laughs> How dare you? Um, <laughs> so, and I'm not laughing at this situation. I'm laughing at Train. But, like, <laughs> she said the N-word. And she said it with an ER, too, which just, like, makes it so much worse. The whole, and the whole video was bizarre. The whole thing is terrible. Yeah. <laughs> and... She censored saying fuck. 
so what the fuck, <laughs> Hannah? And then she, later on, when she's like talking to people, they're all like replying to her, like, um, girl, what the hell? You just said the N word. Wait, because it was on live. You said yeah. that was on live, right? Like, oh my God, yeah. you have to know at least to, like, I'm not trying to make excuses for any of this, but on live, how dumb are you? I know. I know. That's like with Gina Rodriguez, where I'm like, girl, you recorded that story, watched it play back, and then hit post on Instagram. Yeah, <laughs> it's not like you were in the background of someone else's video and they caught you saying it. Like, you were literally just like, <laughs> And even if that were the so case, bad. you should never be saying it. But, like, right. this girly was on live censoring the word fuck but then fully saying the n-word with an er and which means which means that she had some type of like filter in her mind to be like this is not okay but this is like yeah, the fuck word a- is not okay but that word i can say and it's like no no you can't yeah like i will say she was clearly very drunk but she definitely had the wherewithal to censor one word and not censor the other because one word fuck she clearly never says in her normal life so her brain just went into autoplay and was like we don't say that but the n-word clearly she must say on a semi-regular basis because it just came out of her mouth like butter well we can't make that assumption for her but that is a valid point i'm making that assumption for her um and so then people are like talking at her because once again it's like live you can like comment Mm-hmm. and people were like what the fuck <laughs> and she was like oh I did oh my god like laughing she's very like smiley and like <laughs> like you could tell she was starting to get uncomfortable about it but the way she was handling it was like giggly laughy like a five year old type of thing it was weird yeah like she was like oh my god not like she didn't verbatim say this but like this was her vibe like Oh my god, I did. <laughs> Oops, I'm like so goofy and like quirky. I can't believe I said that. Like, well, and, and then, then at some point, oh, sorry, go ahead. You're probably about to say exactly what I'm about to say. Go ahead. Oh, and then her friend at some point was like, No, I don't think you did. I think it was whoever else, Becky with the good hair. And then she was like, just stared at her friend as if she was like trying to communicate, like, No, I don't know. Stop. And then she was like, Maybe it was like my brother. Yeah. It's like, so your brother says this word? Like, <laughs> yeah, the, the post reaction was the most bizarre part of it all and like disappointing part of it all. I don't know. That was weird. And it then terrible. she like went on. <sighs> So yeah, she was like, oh my god, y'all, I don't think I did. I did. Oh my god, y'all, I'm so sorry. (laughs) And then she like posted this thing that was like, that is not acceptable. Um, You guys can say whatever you want about me, but I know who I am and that's not it. (laughs) It was the typical like written response. She had clearly connected with like a publicist on it. Wasn't it even like written out in her like notes? Yeah, but it was just like she took full responsibility and was like she didn't try to make any excuses. 
did the whole I'm gonna learn thing. So and... yeah, her first one was like, you can you guys can say all you want about me, but I know who I am and that's not it. Yeah. Um, and then she put out another one that was like, I owe you all a major apology. There's no excuse and I will not justify what I said. I've read your messages and seen the hurt that I've caused. I own it all. I'm terribly sorry. And know that whether in public or private, this language is unacceptable. I promise to do better. Yeah, but it's just one of those, like, examples of, like, why didn't you know that? <laughs> yeah, Before. I'm like, here's the thing. I'm not going to excuse it at all. Like, I literally am not excusing her behavior her at behavior. all. I'm not, like, accepting her apology at all. Because at your grown-ass age, in 2020, every white person knows better. Every white adult knows better. It's not like she's, like, some sheltered human being. Maybe she had, like, never been on... I don't know. I don't know. Maybe this isn't making sense. But, like, maybe she had never been on TV. She could use that excuse. But it's, like, she's been around the block now a time or two. Like, she's been, you know, she's in the world. She's a part of culture. Like, she should have a general... She should have more than a general understanding of these things. And that's just common sense. So you can't even blame it on, like, like... I don't, and I don't want to bring like her surroundings into this, but like you can't even bring it that into it because she should know better because she's been out and about in the world. I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like she can't blame that. She's like, oh, from Alabama and everyone's like that. Like in 2020, as a grown adult, there's no excuse unless you literally have like, but no, even then, because I was going to say, unless you've literally like lived in the backwoods, woods, but like where would you have even heard that word? Like, 2020 every adult knows you cannot say that word if she was like maybe 14 and this was like 15 years ago and Mm -hmm. she was just being like a piss-ass teenager who's just says things for like shock value you know what I mean yeah I'd be like you're a fucking piss-ass teenager grow up whatever but like girly (laughs) no you're a grown adult in the year 2020 there is not an adult out there who does not know that you cannot say that word if you are not black. Like, that's it. Point blank, the period. That is it. There's no excuse. There's just no literal excuse for it. Like, I don't accept her apology at all. At all. Like, I I don't get how people are like, it's just a song lyric. Or like, she apologized. She owned it. Like, you guys, like, spread love. Like, no. There's truly no fucking excuse at all. Her not censoring that word, but censoring the word fuck tells me everything I need to know about her like (laughs) that's it and I might sound harsh but I'm just sick of like all these white people coming out in this age when everyone knows everyone has known for decades that's a a word you can't use like and being like I promise to do better but it's like why have you not been doing that to begin with there's it's not 1970 where <laughs> it's just now starting to change. It's fucking 2020. We're adults. Yeah. We know that better. Is not a, is not a good look and very disappointing. And people are pissed, as they should be. But I've actually seen more people defending her, being like, well, he shouldn't have put it in the lyric if he didn't want it to be said. Uh, baby's black. He can write up whatever the fuck he wants. What? I have not seen people saying shit like that. Oh, girl, <laughs> search Hannah Brown N-word on Twitter. I, I'm disgusted. No, I like, believe it. But sadly, I believe it. But ew. 
Yeah, the baby can whatever whatever lyric he wants. It's his song, and he's black. He can do it. Like that's fine. Also, here's my thing. Why? <laughs> and like, I hate for this podcast to get like all serious or whatever, but like, it needs to be addressed. Like, why do white people feel like they should be able to say that word? It's one word. I have no feeling that I ever need to say that word. Like, I don't, I don't feel the need that, like, oh, I should be able to say that word to other people. Why can't I do it? Like, I don't feel that at all. But, like, a lot of white people feel so entitled that they should be able to say that word. And it's like, why? It's one word. And it doesn't yeah. come up very often. <laughs> like, yeah, it comes up in song lyrics, and it's one lyric you have to skip. Okay? <laughs> it's just this, Yeah. I mean, it's like the same shit that's going on where it's like you tell a white person that they can't do something and they're just like, what? But my privilege, which is yeah. the same way how I feel about these people like running out to bars and protesting stay at home orders and shit. But whatever. That's another story for another day. I just, I'm like, like even when I'm home alone singing, I don't say that word. I can't even type it out. Like, that word does yeah. not come across my personal desk in my brain ever. Like, <laughs> ever. I, yeah. I can't even, like, make my mouth muscles form that word. That's how I never use it. Like, <laughs> well, yeah, that's what, because that would be a, a normal thing for, like, your body to kind of, like, reject saying it or for, like, your head to reject it. Which is, like, the point you made. It's kind of concerning that she didn't have that reaction. And then to say, like, oh, well, maybe my brother said it. Or, like, the fact that anybody around her or her family didn't stop and was like, what the hell? Like, if you said that word to me, if we were, like, singing songs, getting ready, and you said that word, I would, like, immediately be like, Megan, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. Good point. But everyone in her family just was, like, laughing. And then they're like, maybe Patrick said it. He, he. And it's like, well, is Patrick saying this word? Is your whole family saying this word? Yeah, it was bad. And, you know, we've already talked about this. But you know who else is from Alabama who hopefully, knock on word, I don't eat my, knock on wood, I don't eat my words on this. But you know who I feel like would never say it? Maddie. She just I know. never seems like she would ever say that. And she's also from Alabama. So, like, that's not an excuse, Hannah. <clears throat> Anyways. I don't think she tried to make that as an excuse, though. That's, like, a whole other narrative. Yeah. But here's the thing. It does get said in the South. The first time I ever yeah. heard it said as, like, a derogatory slur and not just, like, a lyric was in the south like and yeah. no one even blinked an eye and i love the south i advocate for the south a lot but it's just a fact of life unfortunately so like anybody that's like the south is different no <laughs> we still all hold our own responsibility to not say that word like if you have any respect for black people like you would just not ever say it like it's like the bare minimum that you can do <laughs> and it's so simple and not and that it's hard. so easy. And, yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Right, Rocky. Fired up. I know. Um, and so then Rachel Lindsay, who was a bachelorette, she's been the only black bachelorette 
Oh, I she, hope they reshow she, her season. I'm sure they will. Oh, I hope they do too. Except ugh, I'm like, oh I my god, still with Brian, but like I'm still like. Ugh. But what about Peter? Peter. <laughs> I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so she went on an Instagram live and was like, "I hate that I even have to speak out on it. Like it shouldn't be my responsibility." You know, I reached out to her when it first happened, just to talk, and um, then she put out just like a statement, and I think that's like really disrespectful because it's like if you can go on live and say it, then you can go on live and apologize and like show your face and like be in real time and like hear feedback in real time. But she's like gone off the radar; like she hasn't been on Instagram since, and I think that's like totally true. Like, you can't just uh, yeah. put out, like, a written statement and, like, disappear. <laughs> I think it was a really good point. And that's something that, like, I didn't, I don't even think about because I feel like we're so used to, like, the formula now. It's the formula. Like, a celebrity fucks up or, like, someone finds a bad tweet from their past or something and they dig it up and it goes and it, like, makes the news rounds. The celeb will go quiet for a few days and then they'll release this like canned PR statement that all says the same stuff in different ways and then they like fall off the radar. It's like the formula. So I didn't even think about the fact that like yeah, that's a really good point. Why won't Hannah and I guess you can make the argument that maybe some people don't always make the mistake of saying these things like on a live video platform like an idiot but still like we're just so used to that formula that we don't even question it when it should be more than that. Like people deserve more than that sometimes. Yeah, I do and think this and like one of those. It's shitty to just like fall off the face of the earth after you just like put out a statement. And she like someone today was like she put out a statement in her Instagram story that will expire in like twenty four hours. Like it just seems like oh oops sorry now I'm gonna go hide so I don't have to feel bad about myself and it's like. No, you should face the public and be like, you guys, I fucked up. I'm sorry. Or, yeah. you, like, here's a video of me talking to you guys in real time that I can save on, on my profile. On your, Insta- yeah, on your Instagram feed that will be there for, you know, that won't go away. Yeah, yeah that's a good point. That's shitty. Um, I can't help but wonder what Chris Harrison thinks. I know. I've been, like, going on his Twitter and he hasn't said anything. <laughs> He's just been promoting his rosé. I know that there are more important things where my mind should be going with this, but I would be lying if I said that wasn't a quick thought that came to mind. <laughs> um, same, because I checked his Twitter. <laughs> He's probably like, I fucking told you all. <laughs> yeah. And then Tyler C., who is, like, her maybe boyfriend, was like, you guys... We should lift each other up during this time. Everyone go uplift Hannah B and show her some love. But I'm like, Tyler. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, Tyler, why don't you not not right now? <laughs> like, not everyone needs to go and berate her online. Like, I'm not gonna go send her a tweet or send her DM that's like, you fucking racist bitch. Like, I'm not oh, gonna never. And take the time out of my day. Should not, yeah, and 100% people should not be doing that to her in general. And we're not even saying that here. We're just saying that that was dumb, which it was. But I don't know. That's I agree with you that the whole like lift up, forgive is a little too just like read the room, dude. I don't know. 
Yeah, and it's like, honestly, and you also have, like, no room to say that because, like, you are also white. So, like. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. I'm just like, why would we need to hear from Tyler on this? Like, who are you besides Hannah's quarantine buddy? Yeah, and it's like, you guys, this is not the time to gang up on her. And it's like, well, no, people shouldn't, like, berate her into oblivion. But also people don't need to be, like, sending her messages like, girl, you said the N-word, stay strong. <laughs> like, <laughs> girly you'll get through this <laughs> like, like, no, that's, that's not the reaction to have right now that's kind of weird <laughs> oh god so like that was even more bullshit more white bullshit and obviously anybody who doesn't know me and Megan in person we're both white I'm not being like that's some more white bullshit no we're both white I can identify that white people are fucking stupid and ignorant a lot of the time and we have a lot of privilege and it makes us tone deaf a lot so yeah. like <laughs> I'm talking about my own shit here. But like yeah, so just know when to keep your mouth shut, Tyler. <laughs> yeah. I was like, Tyler, that's literally not the message. And then he's like, and Rachel Lindsay says some great stuff on her Instagram. So you guys should go look at it. And it's like Rachel Lindsay shouldn't have to be carrying the weight of this just because she's black and has been on The Bachelor. She's not involved in this. I didn't know that he said that but it's like yeah yeah. and also Tyler Rachel doesn't need you to like lift her up to use his own word and then yeah and then he was like she also said some great things about the word bitch that you should check out and I'm like Tyler this is just about the n-word like just (laughs) shut up (laughs) but you know what no, never mind. I we'll save that bitch thing for another conversation because it's not even close to remotely the same as this. But I have thoughts about the word bitch too. <laughs> okay. And then um but not near the same as this. <laughs> and then Mike Johnson, who was on Hannah season and is also black, people kept hounding him to speak out and he's like, "Why do I have to speak out?" Like <laughs> He was like, it's inexcusable, but, like, why do I have to speak out? Like, why do I have to carry the weight of this? And it's like, yeah, like, you guys, this has nothing to do with him. Like, please. Uh, Yeah. Not drag it all out there (laughs) for him to have to be like, you guys, she does suck. Like, that's not his (laughs) responsibility to, like, stick up for her or to speak out against her. Like, he's just trying to live his own life. And, like, Hannah probably hasn't crossed his mind in a long time. (laughs) Exactly. And then the last person I'll say who spoke out is um, Nick Vile. And Uh he he spoke out a little bit the day it happened because he was doing, like, a QA and a on Instagram. And people were like, what do you think about Hannah? And he was like, I'm really disappointed. Um, Rachel Lindsay. But he had talked to Rachel Lindsay before this. He was like, she's doing a great Instagram live. Go check it out. Um, and then today he like got interviewed on a podcast and he said, listen, Hannah Brown has a massive platform. She's been very outspoken about her desire to be a role model to specifically young women out there. She's talked about it a lot. When I was a young girl, this, when I was a young girl, that, and quite frankly, her going on Instagram live, whether she was inebriated or not, and using that word in any concept context whatsoever is not being a role model certainly not a good one and she has to be held to a high standard we all do and it's very disappointing to see honestly her initial response was disappointing she has since posted a written apology on her instagram story that is set to expire and rachel said on her instagram live 
that doesn't read as sincere. We don't know whether that came from her heart or it came from her publicist. The only mm-hmm. authentic reaction right now, as it stands this Monday morning, is what she just said on her Instagram live. Frankly, that's a really, really terrible apology and really insincere, and it comes across as, again, ignorant to what she's speaking on. Nothing in line with what we were just talked about, but more in line with the typical, someone's feeling themselves a little extra. Oh, this is not continued apology, but he brings her up again later in the podcast. And we've mm-hmm. all been there, especially as leads. There's been moments where maybe we need to be checked, but with Hannah, it seems to be the norm. It's like everyone you talk to in Bachelor Nation has their Hannah Brown story. Ooh. And then he says, the reason you haven't heard from Bachelor people, to be totally honest, is they're afraid of Hannah and her fans. And specifically, they're afraid of Hannah's willingness to steer her fans' energy in the direction of her critics. And that's why you haven't heard it. If you're a fan of Hannah, you should not be defending this. If you are Hannah, you should go on your platform and you should tell your fans who are defending it to stop doing it. You have a responsibility and an opportunity to do that. Damn. Wow. Go Nick. Okay, I so know. I like scoff when I hadn't read that yet and I scoff when you said Nick Vile because just in general throughout like Bachelor history of him being on the show and then on the show again and then on the show again and then on the show again. I've like never really liked him. But since then, he's kind of become, like, a this weird, like, voice of reason among Bachelor Nation that everyone seems Agreed. to look up to for his opinion. And he gets a lot of things right, from what I've noticed, like this. And he's, like, the one that people in Bachelor Nation trust to, like, go on his podcast to, like, talk about stuff. And they'll, like, give him info and gossip and, st- you know... Not saying that this is info and gossip. I'm talking about stuff, separate stuff. So they'll like give him that stuff because he has like this weird. I don't know. He just seems like trustworthy among them. And he's definitely he's like the cool. next Chris Harrison. <laughs> oh my god, for sure. And like he's cool with like Andy. He's cool with Caitlin, who were his exes on the show. So I don't know. Something I might. I think I misread him very early on. But then again. Very early on, he probably was a douche, and I'm sure he's just grown and matured through this whole process, as people should. Hannah, take note. Yeah, he was definitely, like, a real big douche on Andy's season, because remember, he was like, then why did you sleep with Josh, like, on national television? Or no, he's all like, me? then why did you make love to me? <laughs> yeah, and it was like, bro! But he definitely has, like, grown up a lot, I think. And, yeah, like, everything he says, he's, like, really... He, is like really uh I don't know what the word I'm using but like very aware of like people's rights like he's like a he's very informative about like feminism and like everything like that like he says great statements yeah he's very well spoken unlike myself (laughs) (laughs) yeah he's definitely grown up a lot but he's also never said the n-word so like Hannah doesn't need to grow like that's the thing like She's grown. She's already grown. (laughs) And she's still doing this shit. So, like, there's no hope for her. Sorry. In my eyes. I mean, it's not looking good. Because, like, she, had she not been caught saying it, you know what I mean? (laughs) Well, and it's like, I don't think that we even need or want to see, like, a redemption story from her at this point. Like, I, I think she's, I think she's done. I think she is, too. And I'm not sad about it. Yeah, um, that's fine. So <laughs> that's that. That's the story. That's the big story of this week. 
She has not got an Instagram since. She has been inactive across all social media platforms, just hiding away because she can't take the criticism. And I agree with Nick Which- that a lot of her fans are defending her online. I saw like 90% of people defending her on Twitter. I saw Rachel Lindsay and in her Instagram live said almost all the comments were defending her. And I think it's Hannah's responsibility to be like, stop it. No, I don't need to be defended. I was wrong. Ugh, so she's not it's crazy. It's like, she talked so much about wanting to be this role model for young girls. And she clearly is to some degree. Because I would assume that most of the people, most of these people defending her are young girls. I don't know. Just an assumption. And she, it's true. She is totally leading them down such a wrong path with this. Yep. Take ownership of yourself. Because no one here is going to take ownership of you. (laughs) (sighs) Yeah, that's that. That's that on Hannah Brown. Um, if anything else comes up, we'll speak on it. <laughs> but as of now, she's off the I'd, radar. I'd be okay if nothing else comes up. <laughs> yeah, I'd be okay if she never returns to social media. Which, I mean, I'm sure this is hard for her. Social media has been like her crutch during quarantine. Her, <laughs> you know, she loves a TikTok. Her pathway to relevance throughout this whole time. Oh, gosh. And for anybody out there who is confused, even if it's a song lyric, you cannot say it. Do not say it. You'll be just fine missing that one lyric. I promise. Uh-huh. Also, here's the thing. One last tidbit. Here's the thing. There's no laws against not saying it. That's how much white privilege we have is that we literally could say it and nothing would really happen to us. We're not going to get arrested. We're not going to be put in jail. We're not going to lose our house. We're not going to nothing. But if you just have fucking any respect for fellow humans, you will not say it. Like, that's it. Hold yourself accountable and don't say it and like show the bare minimum respect for people. Who already go through enough in this world. Agreed. That's my statement. Well said. Um, so anyways, kind of a sour note to end on, but I think a very important note. Shout out to Baby. His song Rockstar really blew up on TikTok. <laughs> and <laughs> we love TikTok here. As you guys know, practically sponsored by them. TikTok yeah, and Sugar Bear Hair are two sponsors. I'm going to scroll through it for the next 45 minutes. Yeah, that's truly my bedtime routine is <laughs> scrolling through TikTok until I like look and it's like 1230 and I'm like, oh shit, let me put on Hannah Montana. <laughs> I dream in TikTok dances. <laughs> um, until next week, hopefully next week's stories will be a lot funnier and lighter. Yeah. And- Hopefully we have like another Imagine video or some shit to talk about next week because. <laughs> yeah, fuck we you, Hannah. It. You wrote the podcast. Last week was hilarious with Train. Now me and Train and Megan are all very hurt. <laughs> all right, Billy. Have a but great really. night. Thanks. You too. Talk to you soon. Okay, bye. Bye.